it is time for the most live 60 minutes in radio. Bringing you pop culture, sports, entertainment, and all the trending topics. Keeping it real and telling you like it is. This is nothing but the truth on the new 1017 The Truth. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is your host, Melanie Ricks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not but the truth. We in the booth. Up in here, we about to get loose. Then we too geek, uh-huh. too cool. Uh-huh. Put them out, I'm trying to see who's who. You got Melanie Ricks. Go follow Melanie Picks. Whatever Melanie wants, you know that Melanie gets. You got Ben Jimmy with the track blazer. If you let him tell it, it's amazing. From one to one, that's a power hour. We gonna keep it 100 like a whole dollar. Paul and Mabel, they can pop the cows. Cause Mabel kept it so really made a show about it. And that's the truth, baby. Oh. 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 60 Minutes in Radio, bringing you pop culture, sports, entertainment, and all the trending topics. Keeping it real and telling you like it is. This is nothing but the truth on the new 1017 The Truth. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is your host, Melanie Ricks. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not but the truth. We in the booth. Up in here, we about to get loose. Then we too geek, uh-huh. too cool. Uh-huh. Put them out, I'm trying to see who's who. You got Melanie Ricks. Go follow Melanie Picks. Whatever Melanie wants, you know that Melanie gets. You got Ben Jimmy with the track blazer. If you let him tell it, it's amazing. From one to one, that's a power hour. We gonna keep it 100 like a whole dollar. Paul and Mabel, they can pop the cows. Cause Melanie kept it so really made a show about it. And that's the truth, baby. Oh. That's the truth, baby. Oh. That's the truth, baby. Oh. We stay snapping on 1017, 1017, 
hello, hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks. My name is Mel, and I am coming at you live from Charlotte. Sorry that we had to restart that intro. We we're having some uh, technical difficulties, but we are all in. Um, and if you guys join in on our YouTube channel, 1017 The Truth, you can see that I am in my hotel room. And um, Paw Patrol is on in the background because what else would be on? What, what, what else is there to watch during the day other than Paw Patrol? I just want to know. Um, how are you guys doing today, though? It's Thursday. It's giving throwback Thursday. Shout out to my brother, Cam. I love you, Cam. He's so sweet. He always joins my lives to show his support. I hope everybody is doing well. We got another game against Charlotte. This will be the final game against them. I'm starting to feel about Charlotte the way I felt about Indy, where I'm like, we, we play them again? Like, we play Indiana five times in the regular season, obviously because of the in-season tournament, but I'm just, I feel that way now about uh, Charlotte. I'm like, okay, we get it. All right, we get it. We played you. Enough. No, but that's what happens uh, when you play these Eastern Conference teams. So we got Charlotte. Um, tomorrow we got the Bulls, and hopefully we get this, uh, we, we get win uh, Doves, for both games, and then we'll get a dub at home, and then we're going to head out west for eight days. But let me not get too head, far ahead of myself. Hi, Ryan. Aw, miss you. Uh, so my friend Lo just asked on my live, please tell me that Paw Patrol is on for your little fur babies. So this is the thing. I'm in Charlotte. I'm not at home. So Paw Patrol is on for me. <laughs> just being honest. Like, I'm, I watch Paw Patrol. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie, okay? Um, yeah, I watch Paw Patrol. I watch SpongeBob. Like, I am definitely one of those. It's giving child at heart, and I never want to grow up in that regard. You know what I mean? Um, and it's pretty ironic that we started the show with me telling y'all that I'm watching Paw Patrol because we're going to be talking today about babies and about the fact that our generation, and by our, I mean millennials, and I would argue even Gen Zers, are not having babies like that. Like, we're not having babies until we feel fully ready. And I genuinely feel like the generations before us had kids before they were ready. I do. Not all of them. Not everybody. But a lot of folks were popping babies out before their frontal lobes were even fully formed. And listen, if that's the boat that floats for you, that's great. It's giving smooth sailing. But for me, I'm 32 and I literally crave babies. Like, I love Love, love little chunky thighs. I love little baby dimples. I love little baby toes. I mean, I love the baby smell and how they snuggle. I love babies. I am obsessed with kids because I think kids are literally the greatest things on this planet um, besides dogs. And I just think that kids are our future and they are just so sweet and loving and they give nothing but love. And I genuinely believe, similar to dogs, and people hate when I compare kids to dogs, but hey, it is what it is. Um, similar to dogs, I feel like kids, their behavioral tendencies start at home. You know what I mean? They are creatures of their environment. Um, so when I meet a mean dog, but the owner is nice to my face, normally I question it. Like, okay, but what's going on behind closed doors? What's the reason why your dog is so aggressive, you know, out in public? You know what I'm saying? What are you doing at home? So my point in bringing that up, I feel like kids, they are creatures of their environment. And us millennials, I don't know if we feel like we're in the right environment to bring a child into this world quite yet. I'm speaking for all of us, but obviously I'm not literally speaking for all of us because I have many friends that have babies already. My, one of my absolute best friends, my Chell Bell, I love you, Chelly. She has three kids. 
She's my age, and she has three children. And I think her oldest, uh, Lila, is about, I want to say, like, eight years old. So she's, and she just had a baby in, in uh, August. So my girl has three kids. She's got an eight-year-old. She's got, like, a, like a four- or five-year-old. And then she's got, a, essentially, a newborn. And I'm just like, okay, this is, this is the thing. I can't even imagine at this point in my life having three kids. But when my mom was 32, oh, my mom must be listening because she just sent me an eye-rolling emoji. That is hilarious. Gabs, I love that you're listening. Oh, I can't wait to bring my mom into this discussion because when my mom was 32, she had four kids. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, I don't know how you did that. I know that the 90s were different, but there's no way. There's no way. I just... I, I don't understand. I feel like the way the economy is and just like how crazy people are and social media and feeling the need to protect them. And I'm an anxious person. I get anxious about my dogs. I can't even imagine what kind of mom I will be to a human because I get very, very, very anxious for my puppies. I think about them all the time. I think about the worst case scenario because I can't help it. So it's giving when I have a baby. First off, I want to be married. Second, I want to be financially and mentally stable and physically. It's giving I got to lift the baby up. So it's giving physically stable as well. But I just want to feel like ready. And as badly as I want a family, as badly as I want a kid, I don't think I'm ready for that. And God knows I'm not because God be like, girl, keep working, keep saving your money, keep enjoying your your uh, your single life. We'll call it that until you are actually ready. And I'm so thankful that, you know, I know that about myself because now I'm gonna bring my mom into the conversation. My mom puts the pressure on us, okay? I have an older brother and I have two younger brothers and then our, our kid sister, she's a kid, she's a baby, she's only uh, 14, so we, we're not gonna talk about her. So the four of us, we're all grown, right? Um, let me think about the ages super duper quick. I'm 32, so that means my youngest brother is 25, the brother after that is 27, okay, so 25, 27, 32, 35. Yes, he's 35. Okay, the older you get, the more you're like, wait, hold on. What, wait, wait, what was the birth order? Uh, but my mom has four grown kids between 25 and 35, right? None of us have babies. And my mom can't stand the fact that we don't have babies. I'm not going to quote her verbatim, but all I have to say is my mother encourages me um, almost on the daily to reproduce. And when she doesn't actually directly say like, hey, I need you to have a kid right now. She'll like send me a TikTok of like a, a random birth or a TikTok of, you know, a, a new person welcoming their child or or this is where she really gets me. She'll send me my friend's post. She'll send me Chelsea's post. Or one of my other girlfriends that have babies, she's like, oh, look at this. Wouldn't it be nice if this were you? Wouldn't that be cute? Oh, don't you want this? And I'm like, yeah, mom, but I'm not ready for that. So do y'all agree with me? Do y'all feel like us millennials and Gen Zers, are we waiting significantly longer to have kids? Let's be honest. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. All you got to do is look at the statistics or just look around you. And, you know, uh, I want you to do some uh, numbers on how many of your friends have kids and then think about your parents and their friends and how many of them had kids at your current age. And I guarantee you it'll be very, very different. And I just think we're learning so much from y'all's past mistakes. I don't think any child is a mistake. I don't believe in that. I am pro-choice, but I am also pro-life. Yes, I do believe you can be both. I believe that if you have to make a decision, you got to make that decision and I will always support you. But I am very pro. I love children. I just think that they are 
they're the most amazing beings. They really are because they're so innocent. They're just so sweet. They give you nothing but love. And it genuinely, similar to dogs, to me, it's not until you show them negative behavior that they start to exhibit negative behavior. Now, let's be honest. There are children. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, let's go back to him as a kid. He was like, he was like chopping off squirrels' heads, you know what I mean? And like collecting weird critter bones in his garage. That's different. That's different. If you have a kid like that, get him in therapy. Get him in therapy. And I'm not saying that to be jokey. I'm being very serious. Uh, get him in therapy early. But again, that's part of what I'm saying when I say I don't think that we're ready. What if I had a kid that had mental health issues and I'm sitting over here, I got anxiety. How do I help that kid when I'm, I don't even got myself under control? I, I, I need to help myself. My oxygen mask is not on my face, okay? My oxygen mask is over there, and I need to find it so that I can put it on, and then I can give birth to a baby, and then I can also put their mask on, and we can survive. But right now, yeah, I've got two dogs, and I my dogs are both seven years old. Um, I think that I'm a good dog mom, but um, I already struggle enough in taking care of them uh and so i just feel like i can't even imagine bringing a little baby human into the world i just i just can't but do you guys think that it's because we've learned from past generations like why do you think we don't have as many kids as our parents and their parents and etc have are we not ready is it because the state of the world is it the economy is it the you know uh politics it, like what is it I, I'm, I'm curious from your perspective if you don't have any babies or if you know people that don't have babies and they're at an age similar to mine where i probably should have a kid but i don't um and by the way i kind of hate to say this because it's giving uh good luck i want six kids i want six i want a starting five and i want a sixth man and i am 32 years old so Time's a ticking, but guess what? It's going to happen when it's meant to happen. I'm not in a rush. My mom may be in a rush. I'm not in a rush, though. I'm enjoying my life, and I feel like if God said tomorrow, you know what, I'm going to plant a seed in you, and you're going to give birth in nine months, I would say, okay, God, if you think I'm ready, I'm ready, I guess I'm ready. But right now, I am not ready. I can barely take care of myself. I take better care of my dogs than I do myself, which is probably a good thing, right? Because you want them to be good. But why do you guys think that we're not having as many babies? 833-212-1017. That's the talk to text. The lines are open. You can text us. You can call us. And we're talking babies today. We're talking why the millennials, the Gen Zers, just aren't having kids at the same rate that the prior generations did. Do you think it's a bad thing? Is it a good thing? But why don't we start with the why? Why do you think that is? Again, 833-212-1017. That's the talk to text. Hit us up. We'll be right back. With Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Energy made this one. talking kids talking whether or not or not even a whether or not it's a why why do you feel that we are not having kids at the same rate as our parents i want to share something that one of my girlfriends said on my live and it it 
it gave me pause because I've never, I've never um, heard of a woman doing this, and I really appreciate you you sharing this because this, this is real. Um, someone on my live said, I got my tubes tied forever because I knew my mental health would always be an issue. I can't even imagine postpartum depression. And that's real. Um, that is such an admirable thing, I think, for you to, to first off, to say and to have done because I feel that there are definitely people who have kids because they feel like they need to have kids. I'm certain that there is an example or two that you can think of when I tell you that there are bad parents out there. And the reason why I call them bad is because they don't parent their child. I am not saying you are a bad person, but I think you are a bad parent. Parenting is not necessarily a skill. Parenting is, it's an action. It's It's just what you do. And I think that I'll use my dad as an example. My dad was never in my life. And he said to my stepdad when when I was young, I want you to be her dad and be the dad for her that I could never be. And while that's like, that's fine and dandy, I appreciate that. But it's like, but then why are you having kids if you can't be a good dad? And I'm not about to sit here and come for all the deadbeat daddies out there because we don't need to do that. We know who they are, and to be honest with you, I don't like talking about deadbeat dads because I don't think they even deserve a conversation. Sorry. I mean, if we want to have a productive conversation about how not to be a deadbeat father, great. But I don't want to. I don't want to get into that right now. I want to know why do you think you know we're not having kids the way our parents were? And my friend, who is, well, I, I believe your late twenties. Correct me if I'm wrong. She said she got her tubes tied forever. She doesn't have any babies, and she said it's because of her mental health struggles, and she feels like or she doesn't know how the postpartum would be, um, and that's postpartum depression, of course. And I find that so interesting, and I'm not going to lie to y'all, I thought about that. But the thing about postpartum depression, I don't, I don't know if it hits people that already have depression, but I've heard of it most commonly with women who didn't experience depression before. Um, now, that being said, obviously, I don't, I don't know their medical history, but like, a lot of the women that I have seen come out publicly talk about it are women who had never spoken about mental health concerns prior to then. And I'm talking more so like public figures. Um, so it's just, I, I think that's really interesting. And I appreciate you again for sharing that. My little brother, Cam, he said, I got to get my paper right before I have kids. And Cameron, come on now. You already know. So Cameron, he's the youngest of the four adult children that my mom have. And again, if you're just tuning in, the conversation today we're having is about kids and why we feel like our generation is not having kids. My mom gets on us all the time. Her, her uh, four adult children are between the ages of 25 and 35. And my mom hates that we don't have kids. She wants to be a grandmother so bad, and I get it. But I agree with my little brother, Cameron. And it's funny, the reason why I think, Cameron, that we feel that way is because we didn't want for anything in our lives. Now, we weren't rich. We weren't, you know, the cash flow wasn't like chung, 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 chung. You know what I'm saying? But we were comfortable, and my parents, I, I can't think of a single thing that I wanted and I didn't get. And I'm not even saying that on some spoiled-ish. I'm saying my parents always made sure that we were taken care of. And I think, uh, going back to my brother's sentiments about how he said he got to get his money right, I feel the same way. I am in my selfish era. I'll say it. Right now, I'm into handbags. 
I never was a purse girly. Any purse, any nice purse that I ever had until the age of like 30, I got like literally as like a, oh, I just need a bag to carry around. Or like my mom gave it to me for a, a Christmas or birthday gift. When I turned 30 and my cousin Melissa, she was with me, I discovered really nice handbags and I'm into them now. Like I, I honestly, I think of myself as a handbag collector because I'm, I'm really into the, the artwork of it, um, the collaboration effort of it all. Um, and then just the design work, like I'm really genuinely into it. And I feel like those are also items that will appreciate over time because prices keep rising. My point, I can't be into my handbags if I have a baby because that, that handbag money has to go to the baby. And right now, I kind of would rather spend it on the stuff that I want. Now, I do want a baby, but I don't think I'm right now prepared to put away all of my personal spending and, and give it and give the money to that child. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Now, if I did have a kid, though, they would have everything. My possessions are their possessions because that's how I feel about my dogs. I kind of joke about it. I say, like, this is not my apartment. This is my dog's apartment. I just pay the rent. But, like, that's really how I feel. Like, I care more about them being comfortable I'll be comfortable as long as they're good. But right now, when it comes to having like a human baby, I can't imagine having a kid and then for 18 years taking care of that kid right now for where I'm at. I don't think I'm financially ready. I don't think I'm mentally ready, stable enough, all of that. Somebody else said society has changed tremendously. Is the world safe to bring the children into this world? Okay, so Ben Jamin said this to me when we were talking earlier. He said, I almost feel like I don't even want to introduce a child into this world. Is that what I said? The current state. That is what you said. It wasn't verbatim, Ben. It wasn't verbatim, but you said something to that effect. So, Ben, <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong. Would you like to explain how you feel about bringing kids into this world right now? I, I can elaborate. I can elaborate on that because you, myself, just like you, are a millennial. All right, we are millennials and. Like a lot of millennials right now, actually, are kind of scared. They're kind of scared to even have a child. Because, you know, I decided to go and look up a few reports. And I can't lie to you, Truth Nation. All right, these reports are quite uh, jaw-dropping, okay? Uh, because uh, as I'm reading from the College of Arts and Sciences uh, website, it goes on to say, look, the U.S. birth rate, birth rate languishes, languishes at its lowest level in history, hammered by the Great Recession, soaring student debt, a precarious gig employment, skyrocketing home prices, and the COVID-19 crisis, millennials probably face more economic headwinds in their childbearing years than any other generation. All right. And with that being said, I think that says everything of why uh, millennials aren't having children right now. On top of uh, the fact that a lot of women are actually experiencing freedoms that Prior generations never were uh, privy to before. Just like you said, Mel, you're, look, you, you're in your selfish era. You're, you're in your, your time right now where you have the freedom to be the businesswoman, the business lady that you like to be. You're actually living in your moment. And you don't want that moment to die out because of the fact that you'd have to take care of another responsibility. You want to win how you can. Prior, women, prior generations of women never actually got a chance to experience that freedom. So I believe that's another one of the reasons why, again, you know, uh, millennials aren't having children. It takes two to tangle. You know, on top of the fact that there are uh, 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 a looming number of jobs that really aren't paying well. You know, the, the economy right now is kind of scary. A lot of millennials are moving back in home, uh, moving back home with their parents. You know, basically because and they can't take... That, ben. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I just wanted to mention with the economy thing, Ben. People, I, w I was reading so much about this on social media. People mm -hmm. from our generation that are making six figures, they yeah. were like, I barely can even still live. Fair, like six figures true. sounds like a lot. But they were like, mm -hmm. no, 100K sounds like a lot. But they're like, the way our economy is set up, 100K right now is dang near like 60K. You know what I mean? Like a few years ago, like they were uh -huh. like, it is not, it's not as big as you think it is. Just in light of, you know, all of the inflation that we've been experiencing. And I know inflation is a natural thing. But I think the post-COVID inflation, and I don't know the, the statistics on it, I feel like it's just like it's through the roof. It, it really is. Um, and, and, you know, Ben, I, I actually want to say something that LT wrote to us in the talk to text. I thought it was a, a, a really good point. He said there are people out there who have children because they are not loved by anyone. Mm. Eventually, they show that same disregard for their children. You can see it in public all the time. Many responsible people are not having children right now because they are too Dang expensive. And the reason why I want to bring that up is because I was watching um I was watching a show and this woman who has four daughters, yeah. she she literally um it's hard for me to like put it into words, but basically she said I I had kids because I was lonely. Mm. And I understand because I get lonely too. Like we all get a little bit lonely. I could be in a room full of a thousand people and still feel alone but is that a good enough reason to have a kid because you're lonely like because you're lonely and you just want another being around is that a good enough reason and and let me be fair yeah. whatever your reason for having kids is your reason i'm not here to judge you but i i just want to have some dialogue do you ben truth nation do y'all feel that loneliness is an acceptable reason to have kids and i use the word acceptable because like lt said there are people who, who do that. They have kids because they don't feel like they have love in their life. And obviously when you, uh, a kid that comes with unconditional love, mm -hmm. at least while they're young, you know what I mean? Obviously we, we change as we get older, but it really does. I mean, I, I love my mom unconditionally. I love my dad unconditionally, even though he was not a good dad. But my point is LT said there are people who have kids because they need love, right. but then they end up showing that non-love toward their kids eventually so mm -hmm. i he brings up such a good point 833-212-1017 how do y'all feel about that ben how do you feel about somebody bringing a child into the world because they feel like they need love in their life uh, i don't i don't agree with the sentiment but i do understand the logic i mean especially when you go through life or maybe maybe you even fell out on hard times but you actually looking for something to kind of fulfill a void People are having children because of that reason, right? But at the same time, it's one of these things that's very selfish because have you actually set yourself up? And that's another thing, another reason why, again, millennials aren't really having children because we're looking to set up this foundation. We're looking to set up something for our children to, to actually live and thrive off of. And honestly, I don't know about other races, but I think when it comes down to just being black here in America, we have been bombarded by this idea of generational wealth. And it's like we're trying to build up this legacy. So up until we actually feel like we can actually uh, sustain that legacy and actually get something for our children to actually eat off of, I think that's another reason why we're not actually having children. And we're kind actually waiting until we can actually see you know it being safe out here for our children whether it's the war going on in gaza things seem, things seem terrible but in regards to like somebody just having a child you know because they are uh feeling lonely i understand it i really do again even with me going through my grief i was like you know what i feel like i need something to fill this void and maybe i do need a child to, to fulfill a void that that isn't 
that needs to be filled. You know, but that, is that a good enough reason? Personally, I, I mean, thinking logically, I don't believe so. I don't think that's a good enough reason. I, again, it goes back down to what I was saying uh, before in regards to actually building up that foundation, making certain that I do have something to pass down to my child so my child can be taken care of and not need for anything, unlike previous generations who seem to be out here frivolously just having children, all right, frivolously just doing whatever they wanted. All right, watching movies and thinking that all they needed to do was just go out there and have sex, but not thinking about in the uh, the end result of how that child would be brought up, whether it was during the crack epidemic, whether it was, oh, is the father actually going to be there? And we just are now uh, thinking about just uh, living off of the, the man's child support, like actually sustaining a family unit. I think that's something that more so the, the, the millennials of today are actually looking for. Like, we're looking for an actual solid foundation. I don't think that we're actually out here just looking to be like, you know what, I just want to have a child. I want to be a single parent and just live my life that way. I think now more than ever because of what we've been through as a generation it's like nah we know we need the family unit and i'm going to wait until i can actually find that family unit my significant other and build off of that i think that's one of the biggest reasons we're truly sitting back waiting on are we going to have children now or later and is it selfish maybe but i think you have to be you have to be somewhat you have to be somewhat selfish to be successful and i'm talking about in every aspect of life whether that's in your career or you building up a family no, I agree with you. You have to. You have to, Ben, because, I mean, unfortunately, if you are not self-serving, you're not going to always get things done. People, everybody's looking out for number one, and number one is you. Right. I, you know what I mean? Me. Uh, somebody else, though, just going off of that, and I know we're going to have to break soon, but we were discussing a text, y'all, because the conversation today is about why millennials and Gen Zers are not having kids at the same rate, same age, time as prior generations were. And LT brought up a good point saying that there are people who have kids because they feel like they don't have love in their life or they need to fill a void. Um, and someone said in my talk to text, I would say if you're dependent on the child to fill loneliness, then there's some questions. For me, I can't wait to fill my life with new memories, not to fill a void. And I agree because that's, Ben, again, here I go comparing dogs to babies. This reminds me of the COVID lockdown when a lot of people decided to adopt a dog. Mm. And then guess what? When the world opened back up, a whole lot of dogs went right back to the shelter they came from. And that was one of the most upsetting things that I could have possibly have read. I get mad thinking about it. Like, I can't even talk about it because I'm just like, how dare you yeah. use that precious, innocent unconditional love having creature to fill your little 10 month void are you kidding me mm -hmm. then i'm gonna judge you then i got some words because you know i'm a dog mom and i don't play but i also don't play about babies why are we bringing babies into the world to fill a temporary void right. or to keep a man like oh man you're gonna have me listen you're gonna have me going on a tangent Preach, preach on. listen when i talk to you about these people who have babies just to keep a man that's a whole other layer to this uh baby having lasagna that we are cooking right now we're gonna go ahead and take a break on that note why do you think that millennials and gen zers are not having kids the same way the prior generations were 833-212-1017 you are listening to nothing but the truth with melanie ricks on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017thetruth.com the Truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
And now I'm here, and you're sitting there co-stairs Wishing you was here, when back then I'd be right there But I had a little dream, I'm so bad Cause you never could've Never said I chose to stay true Say motherfucker, me, no motherfucker You, you couldn't trust me, I couldn't trust you But you never should've And now I'm here and Hey y'all, what's up? Co-stairs. Wishing you was here We are back, and we're talking babies today More specifically, we're talking babies that have yet to be born. Millennials and Gen Zers, we're just not having babies at the same rate that our mm, ancestors did, at the same rate that our parents did, you know. And I personally, I think it's valid. A lot of the responses I've been getting is that it's too expensive. I'm not ready. Um, People are saying mentally they are not prepared. I'm right there with you with that as well. Uh, and they just don't want to bring a baby into this world and to this particular world that we currently live in. Because the state of the union and of the entire universe is not necessarily kosher. OK, I'm not going to talk about the, the things that are happening over in a certain country between another country. I'm not going to get into all that because I don't feel like arguing with you guys. But but I do have almost like this. Like it, It's hard for me to be OK with people who get into serious relationships and by that i mean like marriage or just you're committing to this person for the rest of your life and then it turns out one of you has wants kids excuse me and the other one doesn't and i so i personally i know at least two people and i've seen others from afar that say yeah i don't want kids but my significant other does and i'm like okay then why are you with that person like why why would why would you do that well I don't understand. Now, is that selfish? Is it selfish to get with somebody knowing you don't want kids, but they do, or vice versa? Because it's getting like, okay, do you think all of a sudden they're going to change their mind? Are you going to trap them? Like, what's up? Because I I don't know. I just, to me, the the most well-rounded kids are obviously the ones that come from a stable home, hopefully a two-parent home if possible. I know it's not always possible. But it's like if you are coming from a relationship or into a relationship where you know that that person doesn't want to have babies, but you decide to get into that relationship anyway, that's, it's unfair. Like, why would you do that to somebody? Like, I would never because I want I literally want like six children. I would never marry a man who said, no, I don't really want kids. Kids are for me. I'd be like, bet. Good to know. You're not my guy. Like, but there are women who will get into these relationships where they're the ones that don't want the kids, but the man does. And it's like, there's no way he's going to be able to do that if you don't want to have kids. But why would you even be in that situation? Why would you even set him up for that where that's potentially going to be a divorce or a breakup at some point? Because I, I would say anybody that truly wants to have babies, it's probably a non-negotiable for them. I'm just saying. And it is for me. I agree, Melissa. It is very selfish. Kids are a non-negotiable. I want babies. If you are somebody that doesn't want babies, you are not my man's, period. But also, why would you be okay getting into a relationship knowing that something um, something like that, that's a really big thing to just say, ah, it's fine, we'll deal with it later. No, no, that's not okay. Um, but yeah, my cousin, she said it's very selfish of them, and I couldn't agree more. Low said on every first date i had in my late 20s somewhere in the in there i told them that i didn't want children and i love that low i appreciate that i know that when it comes to dating y'all don't really like to get too serious and i and i understand like it's uncomfortable it's weird like you don't want people to think that you're moving too fast but guess what 
you got to talk. You got to communicate with folks. And I don't think there's anything wrong with telling people when you're dating them, like, yeah, I want kids or no, I don't want kids. But let me ask y'all real talk. This is for the men. Are y'all looking at us sideways if we're showing up on like dates one or two and telling you about our desire for children? 833-212-1017. I'm asking for a friend. Like, is that weird? Like, do y'all not want to hear that kind of stuff? Like, should we wait for you to bring it up? Because it's giving, like, we get it. We've had this conversation before, ladies. The man, he's in control for the most part because the man is the one who can decide when he wants to get married, when he wants to have kids, whatever. It is what it is. It's fine. And I'm fine with that, too. But what if we, like, are really feeling you and, you know, it's early on and we start telling you about, like, you know, kids and whether or not we want them? Like, is that is it too much? Are you doing too much if you talk about that on the first few dates? Personally, I don't think so, because I think communication is very key. Um, but I could definitely see people running away almost like afraid of that. Like, mm, I just met you. I'm going to finish this salmon and then maybe we'll talk about it. You know, 833-212-1017. The conversation today. Why is our generation millennials and why is the generation after us, Gen Zers, why are we not having kids? Because our parents, they had seven kids and three cows by the time they were 28. But guess what? We don't live in that time anymore. Time has changed. Technology has changed. Social media has changed. The world has changed. I'm not ready to bring a baby into this current world. I, if I brought a child into the world like right now, I would be like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry. We're going to make this work, but I'm really sorry that I did this to you. 833-212-1017. Oh, I love that, Sid. Okay, so Sydney said, but that's why it should be discussed on the first date. If we don't agree... Don't waste my time, period. But guess what, Sid? And this is where I don't think the women are going to necessarily like what I say, but it is what it is. Unfortunately, we don't know whether or not we're wasting our time because I think men don't always necessarily want to tell us uh, certain things. I think that, you know, they, they want to string us along for whatever reason. And I don't mean string along in like a negative way. I know it sounds bad. I just don't know how else to put it. I think they want to spend time. I think they want to kick it and do the things. But to you, it's giving like, oh, that's my husband. But like, he may not necessarily feel that way. And so to him, he's not wasting your time. He's just feeling it out. He's just trying to see if you're wifey material. And so there's just like this weird, like, how do you navigate that? Because I think men and women just think so differently. They really do. And communication is key. I think it's good to talk to folks and tell them how you feel, what you want, et cetera. And if that person is not responding in the manner that you want, um, that may be a sign. But then also, and I learned this a few years ago, you can't, you can't expect you from others. Just because you communicate a certain way, act a certain way, you know, doesn't mean that others will. And that's something that I've struggled with pretty much my whole life. I'm not even going to lie. I hate when people don't think the way I do. Because I'm like, wait, that may, my, my way makes sense. Like, why would you not think like that? But it's like, because they're not you. They're not wired the way you are. No one is wired identically. And it has to be okay with, you have to be okay with that. Um, somebody else said, any man that wasn't mature enough to have big adult conversations on a first date wasn't the man for me. Girl, are we doing that? We doing that? Because I kind of don't feel like I should put it all out there on the first date, right? Like, what, what, what do you talk about? Like, I'm just curious because... 
I'm kind of one of those like uh, it's cool, we're just having fun, la, 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 kind of people because I don't I don't really take it like super seriously right now, and I think it's because like marriage and babies and all that. I just don't see that in my like super duper duper near future. I really don't. But is it bad that like I don't really expect like serious conversations on the first day? Like I, I'm cool with just like chilling and just like whatever. That's just me. Nah, like, man. For you women that do want to no weapon. Nah, nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. You gotta get to you gotta get to the meat and potatoes on the first date, man. Yeah, you 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 wasting too much time taking the second date, taking the third date. Look, if the person want to have kids, they gonna let you know on that first date, man. They, they, they should let you know. All right, don't waste your time. Don't don't waste your time. Just let the person know. Be up front. And I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, relationships are just not working and lasting how they used to anyway. Because people are not real no more. You know, you fall in love with the social media aspect. You fall in love with who they are on Instagram. And then you meet them in person. like, oh, you really look like that? You think I really want to have a kid with you? And then even with that being said, when you talk about, like, the aspect of, like, all these women out here doing, like, the plastic surgery. And I guess even men doing the DDLs or whatever you want to call. You know, people are just too fake now. So you don't even know if you're going to have have a child with this person if that child gonna come out looking cute you know you might have an ugly child because that person was ugly before the uh, plastic surgery happened you know that's just that's just my philosophy that's my perspective but again like i said before you know i think a lot of times we just kind of scared because we don't know what we about to uh get our children into you know even with the fact that like thinking of this from a black perspective like we literally just saw george floyd die like not not to mention that we see a lot of our people pass away uh, and perish away by the hands of police. So it's all these different fears that actually happen to us in the black community. It's kind of like, uh, do I really want to raise a young black boy? Do I really want to raise a young black girl in this world or at least in this country? Maybe I need to move to Africa. I don't know, you know. But I think all those types of things are the thoughts thoughts that go through a millennial's uh, uh, mind. And you know what? I'm not even gonna lie to you, uh, Truth Nation. I'm not gonna lie to you either, man. I got I got a rapper uh, uh, in the studio with me right now. His name is most city and i'm chopping up with this young gentleman and as i was talking to him i was thinking to myself like you know the census or the reports that we're seeing where they're talking about oh millennials are having children millennials are having children i had to i had to take a back seat for a minute i had to pull back dial back for a moment and i realized you know what they not even really talk about us <laughs> they ain't talking about black folks they ain't talking about Mexican folks they ain't even talking about the asian community they ain't really talking about white people in all them reports okay because white people are the majority of the country and i kind of concerned about their birth rate and a lot of them really aren't having children like that and they're actually uh, uh having a lot of problems even even uh, not conceiving, well, actually, they are having problems conceiving, but they're also having problems during during pregnancies, which ultimately lead to the fact that they're not actually procreating how they should be. So I think when they're talking about millennials not having children, I really think they're talking about white people. That's my pr perspective, though. Okay, okay. 833-212-1017. That's a talk to text. The lines are open. I've been getting some really, really, really great responses on my IG Live. Um, Tony said, no, on the first date, you got to put it all on the table. This way we can both figure out next steps. Communication is key. I think that I fear that sometimes because I don't want to chase someone away. But I, I mean, I agree with all y'all. It's probably me just being immature. Um, I do think that you should have real conversations. I think, too, though, I'm a very literal person. And if I am on a date and i know that you're not my husband i don't talk to you like you could be my future husband i'm sorry if that sounds bad but i'm i don't like to waste my own time so i don't even you know what i mean like i know i feel like i know whether or not somebody is you know and i don't know i just feel like sure you should put it all out there on the first date but i don't know i don't want to be doing too much you know
833-212-1017. We're talking whether or not it's a good or bad thing that our generation is not having as many kids or as soon, not having kids as soon as the generation before us. How do you feel about that? 833-212-1017. You are listening to Nothing But The Truth with Melanie Ricks on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. But the truth with Melanie Ricks returns after this on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. kids i'm in charlotte because the bucks are playing the hornets for the fourth and final time trying to get that uh series sweep but we've been talking babies and we've been talking about the fact that millennials and gen zers just aren't having kids the way that prior generations were and i was asking y'all why number one reason people said money so valid absolutely the economy another reason mental health beyond valid thank you i appreciate you putting your mental health first i don't think I mean, and yes, obviously a baby is going to provide you so much love and affection and just all the beautiful, lovely things that we want that makes our, our souls warm. But a baby, I don't, I don't believe, and I'm not a mental health professional, I don't believe that a baby will fix your mental health. It may help it, but I don't think it will completely fix it. I think it's more of a Band-Aid than anything. Um, and it'll, it'll only be a matter of time before it's compounded because you're stressed about whatever it may be with the baby, and then you're stressed about whatever's going on with you, and it just, you know what I mean. Um, somebody said something in the talk to text that made me really sad. They said, uh, I'm feeling, it's a guy, I want to say your name, because I don't know if your woman's listening, but the guy said, I'm in a relationship with a woman right now, and I have no clue if I'm in the relationship by myself, trying everything to spend time with her, and it's just not happening. Listen, I'm going to tell you all this right now, and I, I do believe that this applies to everyone, man, woman, whatever gender you are. Actions speak louder than words, and if somebody is not giving you their time, um, if somebody is not trying to spend time with like, you know, uh, hang out with you and talk to you and, and make you feel loved and you're in a relationship or you're hoping to be in a relationship with that person, Trust, trust their actions. Don't necessarily rely on their words because people can say anything. So, uh, you know, somebody could come up to me right now and I could be like, I love you. I don't know. I don't know this person. You know what I'm saying? I could say anything, but are my actions going to back that up? So to the person that said that, I would have a conversation with your girl. And then I would also like think about that real deeply because I don't, I don't like that. I don't like the thought of you being in a relationship and you feeling like it's one sided. That's not that's not a relationship. Um, I really appreciate you guys having this conversation today. I think it's a real one. I think a lot of people can relate. Like I said, I'm 32. I, of course, I'm watching Peppa Pig. What you mean? I watch. Of course. Of course, I'm watching Peppa Pig. But this is the thing, Zach. You knew it was Peppa Pig. So actually, no, it's Paw Patrol. That was a commercial for Peppa Pig. Let's get it right. Okay. All right. That being said, thank you guys so much for joining in on this conversation. Bucks are playing the Hornets in Charlotte tonight. And then we got Chicago tomorrow. 
But we got to take care of things tonight first. Four Low is up next from one to four. Shout out to Ben Jamin. Shout out to DJ Brother Z. And uh, Ken Harris will end our day. Dr. Ken Harris, that is. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Love me, but one in my place. Step in the party, I'm looking the baddest. So the paparazzi in my face.